This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is Monday, July the 11th. July. 2022. We have got more delicious Utah jazz rumors to tell you about. Is Donovan Mitchell untouchable for the Utah jazz? Should the jazz have untouchables? Like, should anybody on the Utah jazz roster be untouchable? We'll talk about that. Zach Wilson loves himself the Cougars. See what I did there? Like, see what he did? It's it's BYU Cougars and Cougar. You, you know, it's you know, it's a thing. Right, right. You got it, the Cougar. That's right, it. right, yeah. right. Zach Wilson off the field. Like, listen, li- wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen to me. Right. You want to be a man? You follow Zach Wilson. Right. You want to be a boy? You follow his mom's best friend, who will make you a man. You know what I'm saying? No, he's driving them. <laughs> this is the Monty Show. Where else are you going to get this? And by the way, bro, wait, wait, stop the bro. music again. By the way, you should know uh, I am super excited. I have been planning this next line uh, for months. <laughs> October 7th and 8th are going to be two beautiful days for one of our listeners and a friend. Yes! Do yourself a favor and figure out why. That's a tease. Figure it out. We call that a tease in the radio business. October 7th and 8th is going to be two of the great days in the life of one listener of ours and a friend. It's going to be amazing. We'll tell you about all that coming up. Jesus, you guys think you got enough comments today? I There's a lot of people in. By the way, by the way, real quick before we start the show and we start talking Utah Jazz. Right. J.P. Shanahan is the first one in. Okay. I just want to say, J.P., man, my dude, first one in, he says. Yeah. At, like, so first in, he commented at 558, which was well like done. a half an hour ago. Well done, sir. First in. First so, in. good to see you, my friend. Without further ado, let's talk Utah Jazz basketball. And Justin Zanuck, the general manager of the Utah Jazz, had um, a a session with the media that was quite interesting um, in that he talked about whether or not Donovan Mitchell was going to be traded and whether or not anybody was going to be traded. And then he said this. If you had asked me you know, three months ago about anybody on the roster or any sort of change. Change is inevitable in the NBA. Um, I'm not trying to be cryptic or anything else, but... Are you um, sure? Donovan's on our roster, and and he's a very, very important part of what we're trying to do. So, um, you know, things evolve in the NBA, so I I couldn't sit here and say, you know, anybody is... You know, we're, we're trying to build a championship team, but there's no intent there at all. Utah Jazz general manager Justin Zanuck, mm-hmm. when asked if there was if the the Jazz were trading Donovan Mitchell or uh-huh. he said, "quote There is no intent to trade Donovan Mitchell." 
And I, here's the thing I don't understand. And this is probably just me and maybe I'm making too much of this. Right, right. If you weren't trying to trade Donovan Mitchell, why don't you just come out and say we're not trading Donovan Mitchell? I'm not trying to be cryptic. Why be cryptic? And this is the thing I I always struggle with with executives. And, and I understand that you can't always be just straight up and blunt and honest right. in your actions and what you're doing, right? I, I right. totally understand that. But there comes a point where your words create more problems than they solve. And I wish I understood, Jake, why the Utah Jazz can't get this thing right with Donovan Mitchell. And I don't know. Maybe it's that they're not trying to. Maybe it is that they are just unintentionally not wordsmithing well. I don't know. But it feels like this muddied the water on trading Donovan Mitchell even more. Yeah, well, I think what it did is it gave breathing room to some of these, you know, some of these you know, rumors, if you will, or like some of these ideas around a Donovan Mitchell trade. And I think, you know, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that Justin Zanuck didn't, you know, I'm not going to say he messed this up because I, I think that's a little harsh. But what I am going to say is that you may have missed an opportunity to say like, hey, we're not trading Donovan Mitchell. Now, on the flip side of that, in his defense, I think that as an executive, you always have to be careful, you know, because you never want to say, well, we'd never trade Donovan Mitchell because, you know, if a certain player named Kevin Durant became available to you uh, and there was something you could work out, okay, maybe then Donovan Mitchell's available. But I think, you know, if I was Justin Zanuck in that moment, I might have said something like, you know, unless some ridiculous trade offer comes through, um, you know, we're probably not trading Donovan Mitchell because we're looking to build a championship team around him. And, and I think saying that is essentially just a touch different than what he said, but it has massive ramifications. That's yes. the thing. The words, yes. it's not that he said some horrible thing. It's not that you mess this up, but it does sort of feel like there was this opportunity to kind of draw this line in the sand like, hey, we're not trading him unless. And by the way, I also think it should be said, and this is just generally speaking, not even just with the Utah Jazz, but generally speaking, when you have executives doing media availability, you know, certain players demand, um, you know, strong statements out of their executives. So like a Donovan Mitchell caliber player is obviously in the realm of, hey, we're never going to trade this guy. You're obviously, that's an option for, you know, executives to say that. But you would never say that about a, a Royce O'Neal, obviously, or, or, or like that tier of player. So I also think that's at work as well. I think people wanted Justin Zanuck. Uh, and or Danny Ainge, because by the way, the one thing I haven't seen, Danny Ainge was sitting right next to him. I mean, Danny Ainge could have spoken on this as well. I just think they had an opportunity to draw a line in the sand. You and know? I, I don't know why he didn't. And what this does is it leaves the door open to conjecture. It leaves the door open to maybe's, ifs, and ands, and, or and, buts, and, or... and not to cut you off, but I think we should... I just want to play the end real quick one more time, because I feel like he kind of did, but, like, he could have done better with this. So this is just, like, the end of what he said. Listen carefully here. You know, things evolve in the NBA, so I, I couldn't sit here and say, you know, anybody is... You know, we're, we're trying to build a championship team, but there's no intent there at all. There's no intent, there's no to, intent trade Donovan. to trade Donovan. So, hey, we're not actively trying to trade Donovan. Is different. That sounds different than, hey, we're not trading Donovan Mitchell unless, like, some crazy trade came in. Well, and again, last night, you know, as as I am wanting to do on a couple-time weekly basis, I reached out to my guy at the Jazz as we – I usually talk to, to people around the NBA on a daily basis. My guy at the Jazz last night – 
straight up said, you know, we've gotten dozens of calls on Donovan Mitchell and we have not traded him. Right. Um, they are not engaging on calls uh, that involve trading for Donovan Mitchell. I don't know why Justin Zanuck. Well, I do know why he's trying to play the part. Right. And I totally get that. But my whole thing here is it, you have to remember that Donovan Mitchell is somebody that listens to everything that they say. Donovan knows his situation with the Utah Jazz. There is no doubt about that. He has an open line of communication um, to, you know, Justin Zanuck, Danny Ainge, uh, certainly to Ryan Smith. Like, there's no question Donovan Mitchell knows where he stands with this team. I think the biggest question is, are the Jazz trying to, I don't know, court offers for Donovan Mitchell? Because it kind of feels like that's what this is. It kind of feels like this is a, a solicitation, non-solicitation. And I just don't... I. If you were truly married to Donovan Mitchell and if he was truly untouchable and you had no intent of trading him, I think you would have been unequivocal that, you know, hey, we're not trading Donovan Mitchell. Right. And it's just interesting to me that those are the words he used. And it's interesting to me that there was no follow-up question to or answer from Danny Ainge. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just, I think there's a lot of moving parts here. I agree with you. I think if, if the Brooklyn Nets called and said, Hey, you know, we want to acquire, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell. What would it take to get that done? Um, obviously, they would have to make a move for Ben Simmons as well because you couldn't trade for both. But let's just say that they called. I mean, obviously, you're going to listen for a Donovan Mitchell for Kevin Durant. Right. But I can't see another situation. And as it's been explained to me by the Jazz multiple times, there's not another guy in this league that you're going to turn around and trade for. Let's be honest and say you're probably not getting Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Steph Curry. Right. The guy that it would take to get that deal done, you're not getting that guy. He's not readily available. They're not trading Donovan Mitchell. That's what I've been told a thousand and one times by the Jazz. And they have gotten, as it was described to me last night, dozens of calls from just about every team in the league inquiring about Donovan Mitchell, and they have not engaged in those trade talks yeah. on any level. So... My my feeling is the Jazz are not trading Donovan Mitchell. I don't know why they just don't come out and say that. I'm sure some of this is hyperbole. I'm sure we're reading far too much into what Justin Zanuck said. Frankly, he's an awkward guy. He is not a... I don't believe that Justin Zanuck is a comfortable public speaker in well, those settings. Well, and there's settings. definitely an art to it. There's definitely yeah. an art to it. Yeah, and I, I just think that's where this is. But I think the other question you have to ask is, should Donovan Mitchell be untouchable? Uh-huh. I don't know the answer to that question. We've debated this passionately on the show in the past. I don't believe that anybody on your roster should be untouchable. If Kevin Durant's coming, trade Donovan Mitchell. Right. But if there were to ever be an untouchable guy, it's Don. I mean, he's everything that you want in an NBA player. I mm -hmm. just don't know why you would entertain moving him. Yeah, and I think that, you know, to your point, the whole hyperbole thing is is very real in this situation. I feel like, you know, the Utah Jazz deal with a lot of, hey, the Miami Heat called, the Knicks called, your mom called. Like, all, like oh my God, all these people are calling. They're trying to trade Donovan, which is not true. I think that... I think that, you know, it's easy to get on the rumor mill and get on the, the hype train about trading Donovan Mitchell. But again, I think I just think for where they are and what they're trying to do, it's a silly move to trade Donovan Mitchell in any package that doesn't include Kevin Durant. I, 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 I it let's let me put it this way. 
if tomorrow we wake up and do the show and they've traded Donovan Mitchell in a package that includes Kevin Durant coming to the Utah Jazz, I will be happy to eat my crow sandwich because you just got way better. You know what I mean? Like, you just got way better. But again, I don't think that that's what they're looking at. And and that's why I say the the whole idea of, like, trading Don to Miami or, like, trading him to New York or, like, all these scenarios are just exactly that, hyperbole. But once again, I want to say that I do think yesterday it was an opportunity to say, like, hey, like, yeah, we're not trading him unless we just get some ridiculous, yeah. like, Kevin Durant and 15-pick type deal. Like, we're not doing it. Yeah, I just don't – I don't know why you play the game. That's that's my And point. the question is, not to not to go too far on this, but but I don't even think that Justin was trying to play the game. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm underselling like what Zanuck's mission was there, but I don't really even think he was trying to play a game. I think that he is excellent at coach speak, as I call it, where like you're talking in circles, answering a question, but it sounds very professional. Yeah. You know, yep. like I think he's really good at that, but it just I, I just it didn't work out the way I think they intended it this, this time muddied the waters yeah. there's no other way to put yeah. it this it's just it's, i'm not trying to be cryptic but you were everything including cryptic and i i just wish that justin zana could answer the question clearly uh greg hawkins good morning to you, you movie and tv star stud right uh he said i didn't like zach wilson until today the true byu cougar yeah we're focused on the jets today yeah, thank you for the uh, $5 there, Greg, as well. <laughs> the Zach Wilson story is going to be comedic gold when we yes, get to that in about five minutes. Please wait around for it. <laughs> uh, JP Shanahan <laughs> says, morning, mates. This this my concern now. Utah betting everything on Mitchell, but he could end up leaving anyways, as opposed to Gobert, who would have retired, likely retired a jazz man. Sure. Sure. Okay, but here's the thing. And, and and this is what we all have to get on the same page with. Not that you're wrong. I agree. Rudy loved being here. And if you'd allowed him to, he probably would have been a one-team guy. I totally agree with that. That said, I don't think that's what's, what is best for the organization from a championship perspective. I do don't you want to win a championship yeah. or do you want to have Rudy Gobert jerseys? Yeah. You know, like I think that's as simple as it is. And and again, I, I, and I always go out of my way to say this. It's not that Rudy sucks or that he's a bad player. He is a tremendous player. But the the way he plays the game at the, his size, at his position, doesn't translate to one percent of the salary cap. Yeah. Rudy Gobert was making 23.3% of your salary cap. What's there to talk about? Yeah. Caleb, good morning, Caleb. Happy birthday to you, Caleb. Uh, he says, just got my Donovan Mitchell Heat jersey. That shit looks great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What See, that doing? wasn't cryptic. See, Caleb wasn't being cryptic. That was very straightforward and blunt. He's causing chaos. Yes. Uh, Rubney says he's not going to the Heat. Young three-time All-Star is worth far more than the sixth man, two bench players, and picks. Thank you. Thank you. I agree with that. Uh, Gage Carter says, glad I'm actually getting to catch the show live morning, dudes. What's up? Nice Hello. to see you. Uh, James Knight says, what's up, Bill and Ben, the flower pot men? Okay, okay. Is that okay. like a play on word? Like Bill and Ben, the You see how much pop. rhythm was in that comment? You know, Matt, like, like the rhythm there was method. a lot of rhyming. The rhythm, uh, the rhythm method, method. Yeah. exactly. Speaking of Zach Wilson, right. the rhythm method. Hey um, <laughs> it's going to get deep, I'm telling you. Wow. Like Zach wow. Wilson see? did. Oh! oh, he's straight pile driving them. <laughs> see what I did there? Like, anyway. Yeah, good job. Uh, Lucito work. Diaz says, I hope that Jazz will land a real number one because Mitchell to me is just a number two. 
Yeah, and I, you Could know, be. that's a fair conversation. I don't think, you know, I disagree with that comment, but at the same time, like, I understand why you're, why, why you might say that, and why some people might feel that way. I think it's fair. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Tanner says, "Morning, guys. Morning, Tanner. Hey, guys. By the way, we went to the uh, RSL match on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, saw a couple of our listeners there. Good to see Neville ninety three. By the way, big shout out to you and your uh, your lady who uh, found us at uh, Rio Tinto. Yeah, and uh, we had a good." Good, uh, good conversation with Neville ninety three, and oh, by the way, RSL dropped two points at home that should have been theirs because yeah, they just stopped trying. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cohen Wiley says, "Hey, oh, Jake R. Good morning to you." He says, "Morning. Are we waiting for Kyrie to LA or a KD trade to get some uh, get things going?" Yeah, I think it's. I do think it's Kyrie to LA. I I think. Um, and again, I was texting with a guy over the weekend who was telling me that um, Brooklyn is still in a position where they likely need to and definitely want to trade Kyrie before they move Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because, you know, trading Kyrie Irving gives them a little more flexibility. Um, I think in all likelihood, they would acquire Russell Westbrook if they trade KD to the Lakers and they would wind up buying him out which would clarify their financial situation a little bit more. And by the way, I also think they'd like to go back to Kevin Durant and say, okay, look, here's where we are. This is what we have. Are you sure you want us to do this? Are you sure you want to be traded? Yeah. And I think Kevin Durant's going to say, yes, thank you. Have a nice day. And they're going to move him on to Phoenix because I think ultimately Phoenix is the end destination. Yes. I, don't, I think there's almost no other likely landing spot for Kevin Durant. I, you know, much to, you know, the commenter's point about what Miami has, Miami doesn't have. Yeah. So I think Miami's not an option. Although I got to tell you, Kaminga and Wiseman um, here at the Summer League, I, I, what Kaminga and Wiseman are doing and how good they look. I, I mean, they they put on a show yesterday for yes. Golden State. And I think Kaminga had 27. Wiseman back in his first action, running the floor, catching alley-oops, blocking shots. Like Kaminga and Wiseman look like the real deal. So again, I, I and I know it sounds crazy, and I know that all the Kevin Durant haters are going to come out in force. I'm telling you, Golden State should be a player for Kevin Durant. Yeah, um, he straight up said he would go back there. I think they would love to have him back. I think they would trade Kaminga and or Wiseman. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga's a stud, yeah. and I just if I'm Golden State, it's going to take a whole lot. Oh, I don't know, like Kevin Durant to get Kaminga out of my out of my my fold. I just yeah, championships, man. man championships I, I don't know how and, and then by the way this whole Mac McClung bailing on the Lakers to go to the Warriors <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this or not over the weekend but Mac McClung who was under contract um with the Lakers for summer league walked away from his deal with the Lakers to sign with Golden State comes out with the Warriors and just is tearing up summer league yeah it is crazy how much talent Golden State has in their books right now and you can't tell me and I know this is the age-old value is what somebody's willing to pay or whatever. Mac McClung can play in the NBA. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. And maybe I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, he's probably a 11 or 12 guy. But there's no doubt in my mind Mac McClung can play at the, well, I think, that level. I, look, everyone's going to say, well, he's way undersized and that means he can't play. And I disagree with that. I think that... I think that it does mean that he's got to play a certain way. It does mean that he's got to be very tactical with how he plays. He's got to pick his spot. Like He just needs to play the right way at his size, and I think he could be a contributor in the league. I, I think he, he is somebody who could be the second or third guy off your bench. That's what I think he could be. I, I, don't, I think 
you know, signing Mac McClung to be your 12th or 13th guy, it, to me, just doesn't make a lot of sense. But I think he can be that firecracker off your bench, and he can come in and, you know, pick up the pace of the game, give you, like, five to eight minutes at a time where you're just playing with your hair on fire. And I think that could change the dynamic of a game. And so, for me, it, again, assuming the money's right, because obviously he's someone who gets signed after all the big stuff is done, then I don't see why you wouldn't sign him. Yeah, I I, I just think he's Mac McClung. Yeah. Still should have gone to BYU when he transferred. Right. He didn't. But Mac McClung can play in this league. And and that they added him in Golden State, there's a reason you go play for Golden State. Right. Because stylistically, that's a great fit for him. And I that was fun to watch. I got to tell you, I enjoyed that uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, I enjoyed that. Let's see. Um, man, good comment. I appreciate you guys this morning. Gabe Ledley, good morning to you. Um how am I going to pronounce this name? Nolslin Peace says, Dame to Utah. Not going to happen. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, what is up with y'all? Jeremy Bolton up, did bro? a Spartan race over yeah, the casual. weekend. Did you wear your headband and Caruso jersey during the race? He, I believe he did. No, he wore his Caruso thong. Oh, right. He had on right, it. Right. Because you know the guys who do Spartan races, or what's that other one with the... Um, Iron Man. And there's another one as well. I can't remember what it's called. But they do all those cool racing series, and then they like put stickers on their cars and right. You know, like Bolton had the sixteen point one, exactly or whatever or it is, twenty six point two. Yeah, like you're just that douche that has a twenty six point two sticker on your back window Thanks. on you. Don't put twenty. Don't please don't. Uh, put, what is the name of that race where it's got the symbol on the the mud run, the Spartan race, the Iron Man? Huh? No, it's not Iron Man. There's another one. Where they, they everybody puts the sticker on their window and stuff like, whatever. <clears throat> anyway, Spartan races are cool. Jeremy Bolton, I could never do one. So good for you. Just don't be a douche and put a Spartan race. Do you? I did you put? He just got a new Kia, didn't he? Get a Telluride. Damn, did you put? Jeremy, that did you put a sticker on your Telluride? Wow. Are you kidding wow. me? Wow. Stop it. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, "Sweet, uh, sweet, what I did there." LOL. That needs to be on a shirt. Okay, mean, what, what, see what, what I did, did there? What did he do? What, I don't I know. I have no idea. Uh, Lucito Diaz, the media listen to your show, Monty, because they ask things that you guys point out to them. Oh, the stories I could tell. But uh, we won't. But we won't. Alex Chacon says, uh, I don't think Don is untouchable, but they're going to have to throw out a KD-type offer to get him. I would Agreed. totally agree with that, Alex. Gabe Ledley says, it sounds like he's baiting Donovan to ask for a trade so they have an out. Ooh, that's interesting. Hadn't thought about it that way, Gabe. Um, I'm not trying to be cryptic. Yeah, but you were cryptic, Justin. That's interesting. That I don't know. Do you, are you trying to bait your best player? No, could be. Uh, Noslin Peace says Don is too emotional when the Jazz start to lose. Everyone has uh free real estate in his head. Yeah. Next comment could be. Uh, Greg Hawkins says Donovan is still young. No, I think his mental toughness will continue to improve. I agree with that. Uh, Jake R says, did Jake just mention buckets? Oh, trash can buckets. Oh, trash can. I, that's a major bag alert for sure. Uh, Brett Robbins, Donovan was spotted eating a chocolate bar and you know what that means. Hershey Mitchell at a Sixers. Well, well, I do. I do love the fact that he tweets music lyrics all the time and people are like, Monty, what's it mean? Oh, what's it mean? Like I will get a, a, I will get a, he'll tweet and I'll get 
six or eight DMs. Infowars.com. Hey, can you ask your sources what this means? And I'm like, it's a Lil Wayne song. Infowars.com. Right, but what does it mean that he tweeted? Why, why does it mean that he tweeted that? Look, I'm in my mom's basement and there's a lot of mildew down here. It's in my brain now. So I need to know what a meaningless tweet about lyrics mean. Because trust me when I say I've painted the walls down here with my seed like I'm Zach Wilson wow. on my mom's back. Wow. Wow. So everything's like. Wow. Wow. Cougar action. Wow. Cougar action. I'm on the hunt. You. I cannot wait to talk about yes. that. Uh, Gabe Ledley says, let's be honest, though. There are literally no consequences for saying we are never trading X player and then doing so. Yeah. Just say Donovan is forever a jazz man and keep it moving. Yeah, next question. <laughs> exactly right, Well Gabe. played. Well exactly played. Exactly right. Well um, played. Alexander Duque says, only jazz bear is untouchable. Yeah. We're at the RSL match the other night, and they have all the mascots there. My wife's like, what is the RSL mascot? And I'm like, well, it's Jazz Bear with a wig on. That's all. Wow. Because that's pretty much what it was. It was kind of awkward. I don't know. Uh, Caleb, I, I I just go back to the Caleb to the to the Heat jersey thing. Yeah. Because I do think that's amazing. Lorenzo Miranda, good morning to you. Uh, Lorenzo says, if we're trading Donovan, it's going to be for Katie or something like Jason Tatum. It better be. It has to be. It better be. Taryn Powell says, good morning from New Zealand. Hello. Good morning. Tanner says, this show is going to go off the rails when we get to the Zach Wilson story. <laughs> yeah, count listen, down. Listen, hey man, I'm telling you, it's <laughs> testosterone, sex, and older women. What is? How do you keep that on the rails? Maybe I'm... I don't know. I, we're not going to try to keep it on the rails. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Kylan G says, morning, fellas. The stance from the front office seems like they're telling Mitchell, okay, prove you're uh, uh, number one. Here's your chance. Yeah, I, w I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. At all. Rubney, Mitchell is absolutely capable of being number one, though. I think there is uh, there is a few years. Yeah. We'll see. I think he'll get there in a few years. Yeah, I think you're probably I don't right. think he's got a few years to get there, though. I think he needs to get there pretty quick. Yeah. JT says, Jake, shave your head. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Ragnar, <laughs> yes. Yes, Spencer Ragnar. Yes, Spencer Here Morning. we go. Hey, look at my Ragnar sticker on my car. <laughs> I've got, look, so these are the stickers of my little kids. There's my husband. Uh, there I, that's me right there in the middle, the thin one. The Mobamba. Uh, you're like 400 pounds. Yeah, but in the sticker, I'm thin, so it's fine. And then there's Jimmy and Tana and Breland and Mitchell. And then my Ragnar sticker. 26.2. Fat. I feel, I feel better. I, oh, Mrs. Monty was oh, not an early hear. entry there's, into the yeah. show. There's so much hate there. Not twenty six point two. <laughs> I did it. You didn't have another donut, Chubbs. <laughs> That's what it wow. feels like. <laughs> I feel like you are like this is your inner voice reflecting on you, because I don't think someone putting a Ragnar sticker on their car is calling you. <laughs> on the next, Doctor Laura. Is your inner voice reflecting on your rectum? That's yes. what. You, yeah. <laughs> what okay. has happened? Go away. <gasps> Come back in when we talk about Zach's mom. Um, well, no, that's see, that would that's different. The stuff his see, it wasn't with his, his mom. That's Dax's mom. No, Dax Milne, your mom, your daddy. Anyway. Whoa. Probably too much. You, you Whoa. tried. You tried. Whoa. But, you know. I got confused. Are you out of your goddamn mind? I am. Thank you. I am. Big Dog O-Town says, why so much Don hate? Well, I think when you're the best player on a team, you're going to get hate. Yeah, that's natural. I mean, there's Jimmy it's Butler natural. hate. There's 
I Kevin mean, Durant hate. Kobe Bryant hate. LeBron hate. It, it it just don't matter. Dax Milne hate. You know, no, there ain't no Dax Milne hate. Uh, Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. Oh, we changed. Okay. We okay. changed. We've evolved. Okay. Uh, says, no, I think Pat Benz gets to stay here. You mean Pat Bev? Uh, gets to stay here. They're not going to be that dumb. Danny ain't just going to stupid. He's going to use him. Still got gas left in the tank. Yeah, they're not releasing. I saw this the other day, too. They're yeah. not releasing Pat Bev. Yeah. We just need to stop with the, hey, release Pat Patrick Beverly. Yeah. That's not going to happen. My holy king. Oh, so many meanings there. <laughs> Kyrie is going to be... Uh, Kyrie is going to the Lakers. It's a done deal. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, question. everybody sent, tends to think that, but until that deal's done, yeah. um, I don't know that I would call it a done deal because there's so much complexity in this Kevin Durant situation. And I think the timing and the order of those moves is critical. I think you have to be very aware of the impact that trading Kyrie has on Kevin Durant. Um, I don't see any way, as it's been explained to me by NBA sources, I don't see any way you trade Kyrie and KD on the same team. Yeah. I just, I, I don't think that that works. Um, but I could absolutely see a situation where Kyrie ends up in LA and KD ends up in Phoenix. Um, I, I just think that makes so much sense. And I do think that Phoenix has enough to offer. I think you bring in a third team that's got draft capital for the Nets. I think that makes a lot of sense. And the other thing that it does, and this is interesting, this was brought up to me over the weekend as well. The other thing that that does is this that allows the Brooklyn Nets to have more time with Ben Simmons. To say, okay, you're physically healthy. You're dealing with some mental issues. Like, hey, if you're not a hundo P, let's let's get you there because now we're kind of in rebuilding mode. Let's give him more time. Yeah. That makes more sense to me. Agreed. Because Agreed. I think the other thing I think is pretty clear is that Sean Marks is making the rounds in Las Vegas. I mean, yeah. he is. I think that trade happens this week. I really do. Yeah, it tends to happen during summer league. I mean, that's when, I mean, historically speaking, we've seen quite a bit of moves happen that way. Yeah, so totally agree. Uh, Mesh says Don for Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and picks would do it. Mm, I don't know that that would do it. Jalen Brown or Donovan Mitchell? Well, right here today, you got to go Jalen Brown. He's been to the finals. Um, I think, I think, hmm. But I don't think that Jalen Brown's ever been asked to be number one. That's the difference. I would take Donovan over Jalen Brown. If it was 1v1, now, if you want to give me Jalen and Marcus Smart, I'm probably making that trade. Mm. If you want to give me Jalen and Marcus Smart, there's going to have to be picks involved, but Jalen, Marcus Smart, and two picks, I'm doing that deal. I think Marcus Smart is the question is again with Marcus Smart is what is his his level of want to in Utah? Right. Because if he doesn't want to, then that trade doesn't work. Right. Because I don't want that guy at half speed. So my feeling is is I would take Donovan over Jalen, but a package with Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, I'm probably doing that. I'm probably doing that. Yeah. Uh crypto dole fan Super Bowl. Uh okay. Is that on your birth certificate? Uh, says, how can Jesus destroy Marxism when he is one? Here we go. Wow, different show, bro. <coughs> on BYU Radio. Uh, Kylan G says, Monty's on one today. Oh, wait. Um, Tanner says, all right, let's get American Pie Zach Wilson story rolling. Yeah. Close. Close. Do you guys know that story? Oh. Uh, Mike Phillips, Jesus Christ failed to destroy atheism, so he moved on Come to Marxism. On, Stay tuned for veganism next. Bro. Jesus Christ versus vegans. Facts. No. 
Um, Spencer Morgan says Christians invented Marxism before Marx. Bro, why are you guys going down the rabbit hole on this? Kind of like Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be cryptic. Had to. Um, the Nye Guy, Lonely Island Mother Love video just got another million views on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Uh, Aga Narca. N-A-R-C-A. Uh, JC will be traded to the Celtics. That's what they said. Okay. 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 John Jackson, as much as Kyrie and Katie want to be traded, they want Brooklyn to receive a high return or then it's an insult to what they're worth. I, eh. I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. I think there's bad blood with Kyrie and Brooklyn. I think he'd like to walk away for free, but he didn't want to give up 37 million bucks. Can't have it both ways, kid. No, you can't. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Come on. Strange Clouds. Good morning to you, my friend. He says, why is everyone in the media talking crap on Donovan? Everyone also thinks the Jazz are done dealing. I, they're not close to done yeah. dealing. The Donovan Mitchell thing is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So, no, I don't think he should be untouchable, but he's as untouchable as you can get. Yeah. In my opinion with the Jazz. And the other thing that I think is pretty clear here um, is that Justin Zanuck didn't do himself any favors when he talked about, you know, hey, this whole thing with there's no intent to trade Donovan Mitchell. I just, that, I, that, that's weird wording. Yeah. Like, I, to me, that feels like that's odd wording. We're, we're trying to build a championship team, but there's no intent there at all. What is that? What does that really there's mean? There's no intent there. So does why that not mean just, like you didn't try to trade why him? Why not or? just say, hey, we're not trading him. Are, we are not working actively to trade Donovan Mitchell, and, and we can play it again. I mean, let's we can play it one more All time right, just so to hear the whole thing. Justin Zanuck was was asked, "Hey, are you guys trying to trade Donovan Mitchell?" If you had asked me, you know, three months ago about anybody on the roster or any sort of change, change is inevitable in the NBA. Um, I'm not trying to be cryptic or anything else, but um, Donovan's on our roster, and and he's a very very important part of what we're trying to do. So. Um, you know, things evolve in the NBA. So I, I couldn't sit here and say, you know, anybody is, you know, we're, we're trying to build a championship team, but there's no intent there at all. I, like Utah Jazz general manager, Justin Zanuck. Look, I, I don't want to take the guy to the woodshed over these comments, but I, I think that I agree he's made some trouble for himself that wasn't I would, necessary. I wish somebody would have said, hey, Justin, by the way, just to follow up, what does no intent there mean? Can you... Like that's that's what needed to be asked. Like I need to know what no intent means, because you've got to get them uh, as close to a yes or no as possible. Yes. Because I think this leaves. There's no doubt this leaves gray area. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely gray area. I mean, I definitely think that, like I said before, and if you're just joining the show, I mean, we talked about this about ten minutes ago. Like I, I think that Justin Zanuck is excellent at coach speak, and and sometimes goes you know, a little bit too far with it. Like, I think this would have been a prime opportunity to just simply say, like, unless, literally, he should have just said, like, unless we get some ridiculous Kevin Durant trade, like like Kevin Durant and three picks, let's say, or, or, or some type of offer for a premier player in the league like Kevin yes. Durant that, that nobody in their right mind would turn down, we're not trading Donovan Mitchell. I, I think that what that is what... I would have liked to have heard out of Justin Zanuck. That said, we didn't get that. We got there's no there's no intent there to trade Donovan Mitchell. So I take that to mean that yeah, we're not we're not trying to trade Donovan Mitchell. That's what I take it as. But again, it's important to say people are going to take you at your word. Like, hey, this is what you said. So what does that mean? 
in in fact, most times in sports, it's what you didn't say, just like in this case. So you didn't say definitively, no, we're not trading him unless, you know, like, so I just think he caused trouble for himself. They didn't need to. Yeah. And by the way, one other thing I want to get to, because um, I want everybody in the comments, I want you to get in on this and, and give me your thoughts on Jared Butler, because last week in, in Salt Lake, he did not look good. He did not look good. And I thought it was interesting on Saturday night. He looked really good. Mm -hmm. um, that is by far the best game I've seen just, or uh, excuse me, Jared Butler play in a jazz uniform. Um, now it's summer league. You got to discount it. I totally understand that. But it's not the numbers that stood out to me because he didn't shoot well. But what stood out to me was the command of the offense, the command of the floor, um, the understanding of what the defense was trying to do, his level of defense coming up. Mm -hmm. How impressed were you with Jared Butler? Yeah, I mean, I thought he played well. I thought uh, he showed a little bit better command of the offense, you know, and I thought that's why you got to the seven assist number. Uh, I think that, you know, shot selection was okay. You know, it wasn't great A, but but good enough, you know, and, and I think that that type of performance, like 15 and seven, 15 and five, you know, being that kind of guy that can come off come off the bench behind Donovan and facilitate a little bit and spell him for five to seven minutes, I think is what Jared Butler needs to be for this team right now. I like we said last week, you know, I don't I don't think that Jared Butler ever develops into a starter in this league, but I do think he can be a quality bench contributor. You know, I, again, I want to be really clear. I don't think he could be like a Lou Williams level scorer in his prime, let's say, but I do think he can be. You know, on a great night, his best game ever for the Utah Jazz, yeah, I could see Jared Butler putting up 20 on any given night. But I think most nights, you're probably 12 to 15 points and a couple of assists. I think that's what his game looks like. And I think a lot of those points would come from three because he can shoot it a bit. So that's, I, I, yeah, I, I was, I, I, I don't find myself feeling impressed because I know that he's capable of this level of performance, but I was happy to see that he finally put those numbers up because again, as we discussed last week, it had been a real struggle in Salt Lake. He needed he needed to, and he needs to continue to have uh, a good showing in Vegas because uh, they they need him. Like there's no other way to say it. Like their their bench is not incredibly deep right now. Like yeah, you got some newer guys, but you need depth on this thing. And I think that if Jared Butler could be that, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, you need depth. Yeah, I mean this team has struggled over the last several years for depth. I, yeah. I think that's the thing that really, you know, that really stands out to me is that depth has been an issue on this roster. So, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. James Knight, uh, sorry, your comment got bumped, but James Knight wants to know if we put a new shoe on the wall. We there did. it is. Uh, is that a new add to your kicks collection, Monty? Indeed it is. Over Jake's uh, right shoulder there, it is the uh, Air Jordan 312 trainer. It is essentially the Bo Jackson trainer and an Air Jordan 3 combined. And it's glorious. Yes. I've been waiting on that shoe a long time. Yes. A long time. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Bolton says, hey, I don't have stickers on my car. I'm a douche, but not Ragnar Marathon sticker on my car level douche. Hey guys. I would have worn my Caruso jersey, but I would have been disqualified, <laughs> disqualified for weed possession. Thanks. See what he did there because Alex Caruso went through the airport with weed. <laughs> and you got arrested for weed. And so now Jeremy Bolton's like, hey, you know, like, toke one up for Zach's mom, bro. You know, like, that's where he, right. you know. I see the connection. And stuff. Right. You know, cougars. Right. You know, right. Cougars smoke weed. Right. And stuff. Uh, oh, New Jersey update. Caleb says, yo, my KD Heat jersey came too. What a great day. <laughs> KD to the Heat. See, is, it, is it 35 or is it seven? Oh, it's seven. 
It has to be seven, right? Yeah. Uh, Spencer Morgan, uh, if you've decided to do a full rebuild, but you can't admit to your fans you're doing a full rebuild, see what the Jazz are doing there? They didn't, but they're not. See, I disagree it's, it's, with it's this. It's a retool. It's a tool, not a build. I got a That's tool. That's different. <laughs> Zach Wilson does. What's up, uh, motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's a retool, not a rebuild. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt in, in my mind anyway. Um, Tanner Plummer. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. Right. Hey, Mont. Hey Overall, what did you think of Rio Tinto experience? Hey it was hot. Everything was on fire. Um, and the air. The, my main complaint always has been at Rio T that um, the air doesn't move well in that joint. Mm -hmm. So I. And I always find myself there like on the hottest day that's ever been recorded on the face of the sun. Right. Um, so it was it was 101 degrees at, at kickoff. No, nah, I'm good. I'm and good. we had really good seats. We were not surrounded by a bunch of, you know, cocoa infected Fs. But <laughs> it was still pretty hot. The air did not move real well in that joint. By the way, by the yeah. way, we paid $150 a ticket. Damn. And the best you can do is pre-wrapped hot dogs in a bun. Now you weren't you weren't amused by that. No, you get free food with the club seat. We were in the Zions Bank Club. Yeah, but I gotta tell you, the burger was really good. The hot dogs were not, and the the pretzel bites don't do the pretzel bites. No, I had one. Like they they give them to you for free, so right. it's like a a cup with pretzel bites in it. I ate one. I was like, nah. Do they have cheese? Uh, no, they were cinnamon sugar. Oh, but they were terrible. Okay, they were terrible. Okay, it was not good. Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. <laughs> okay. Uh, to that guy that just blasphemed Jesus. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jesus is only fulfilling scripture. He's such a fool. He's doing, uh, he's mocking and doing exactly what Jesus said he would do. What a fool. Yeah, I've been immunized. So, you know, Paul and Ted and Jesus were sitting on a tree stump one day. What about Johnny Smith, bro? Come on. Who's, jo you mean Joey Smith? Um, are are we really debating whether or not somebody blasphemed Jesus on this show? <laughs> Guy, we're talking about pounding old woman box and you're worried about <laughs> blaspheming Jesus? Just the least of your concerns, sir. Okay. Um, so that's how it's going. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, Brett Robbins. Ainge also brought up Bo Cruz. But, but see, that's Bo Cruz reference. Going to Cincinnati. It's a Wenacho... Belgrande reference. Uh, so maybe cruise missile will the cruise missile. The cr see what he did there. The, cruise, see what he did there. The, the cruise, cruise missile, missile. Get it. Get it. We'll be in Utah. Right. I could see them bringing him back. Honestly, I could. Uh, <laughs> Greg Hawkins. Hey, Tanner Plummer. Zach Wilson also blew his lead. <laughs> see what we did there? Oh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Because a couple more, then we got to get to it. Yeah, we have to. We have um, to. It's, it's just like been a big tease. Kind of like, um. no, stop. Uh, Alex Chacon <laughs> Alex Chagone says, they've been in the national media more than they have ever been. Not killing the Don rumors keeps them there. That's very true. True. Um, Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. I'm going to move on. Tanner, LOL facts, Greg. James Knight. Um, wow. Comment dump. Uh, Spencer Morgan says, we didn't want to trade Mitchell, but we got an offer. We just couldn't refuse. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I just don't understand why that's such a hard thing to say. Like, 
Like, hey, we're not looking to trade Donovan Mitchell, but if we got a trade offer that we would be stupid to to not take, like Kevin Durant and like a bunch of picks, then yeah, I mean that's a different conversation. But we're looking to build around Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Uh, Alex Chacon says I think uh, Jared Butler develops into a Jeff Teague off the bench type role. Hey, if he was that, if he was that, that would be a win. For I, sure. I could see that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Will the Thrill, good morning, my friend, says if Butler's second year, he's supposed to look good in summer. He is. He is. Agreed. I, I don't I don't disagree with that. Tanner Plummer says I'm willing to give Butler another chance, maybe one more year. I think you have no choice. I think you have no choice. Um, Mike Phillips says there's intent there. Oops. We accidentally traded Don. What? Whoops. Wasn't my intention. Kind of like Dax Mill and Zach's girlfriend. No that. intent. Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. Justin Zanuck did not do any Derek favors. I mean himself any favors. <laughs> I'm so confused. That's exactly right. That's exactly. See, everybody's catching on. Yes. They're catching on. Yes. James Knight, the fact I'm that. I'm just fired up to be here today. You know, I, you know. Uh, no, I'm not falling for that. Uh, Justin Zanuck didn't use more ca uh, categoric quote on Donovan means if the deal is right, he's definitely on the table. Now, I can't, I'm you not can't, trying to be cryptic. Yeah, you can't deny that. Dop Hop, lowest win total for the Jazz in 20 years are 25 and 26 wins in 04 and 13. They don't tank and have more to lose with bad draft history, young players not staying. I, This team's not tanking. This team's not rebuilding. Yeah. I, I'm telling you. It's Simple a, as that. It, it's a retool. It's a retool. Uh, HBKJO. Okay. Uh, tell me more about Zach Wilson now. <laughs> K. Nuren says, Zach, Wilson, Zach, take lessons from Broadway Joe. No, just mad girl from being dumped. Wow. Okay. Kylan G says, pounding old woman box. <laughs> okay, should we do it? Correct the mundo. Yeah, let's go. All right. The headline says it all. Zach Wilson and his mom's best friend. <laughs> Okay, story. so we were all enjoying our weekend just fine. Right. And then all of a sudden, somebody called Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend, I can't remember the exact terminology, a bro hopper. Yeah. No, a homie hopper. A homie hopper. Thank you. Homie hopper. Thank you. you homie should, hopper. You should know. A homie hopper. Right. Yeah. And then we get surreal. Because right. Dax Milne and Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend became Instagram official. When they tweeted the cute couple on the beach holding hands, glaring at each other lovingly. <laughs> and they became official. Right. I love you. No, I love you more. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Just so no, you, you don't. Pound yes, I do. Okay, you do love me more. Right. Okay. I'm high maintenance. Okay, so there's nothing um, wrong with that. They go Instagram official. It's love. Right. And then somebody in the comments called her a homie hopper. Right. And so Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend, because no, I don't care what her real name is because her birth certificate says Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend, um, then said, well, I'm not a homie hopper. It's just that Zach Wilson was pounding his mom's best friend behind my back. <laughs> ah! And instantly everybody bought Zach Wilson jerseys. legend, bro. <laughs> this guy, bro. So I have so many questions. By the way, I'm going to assume it's true that Zach Wilson was getting that Coog on Coog action. No, he's straight power driving them. 
Where's the Stacy's mom song? Oh, that's amazing. Oh. That drop is amazing, Dude. by the way. No, he's straight proud driving them. But first of all, first of all, let's just get the gratuitous male comments out of the way. <laughs> right. A, I'm jealous. <laughs> B, you're jealous. Right. C, as men, we've all wondered what mom's best friend would be like. Right. And C, I'm just curious. Uh-huh. How do I say this gently? I want it. Was she... <laughs> Was she lovingly adoring Zach when Zach was younger? Because oh. now it, fe- yeah, now it gets creepy. We clear like, yeah, how long were they best friends? Like, were they best friends when he was born? And that, well, wow, oh. wow, you just went yeah. there. Wow, that made me comfortable, uncomfortable. Whoa, easy with the Dude. c words. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the um. I don't know what the 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 thing is here, well, but this is first I, of all. I'm hoping he knew what the thing was. Well, first, well, first well, of all, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Do you want to explain the thing? What do you mean by the? Th- you, you, you know hope the, the thing. It was um, the thing in the. Thi- okay, I'm not trying I, to be cryptic. Okay. Yeah, you're, are you trying to be cryptic here? <laughs> Look, Justin Zanuck. My point is, there was no intent there, huh? Yeah, no intent. Well, yeah, I'm going to say that Zach Wilson had intent there. Um, This is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. So on so many levels, tell me, well, did your mom have hot friends? No. So my mom had hot neighbor friends. Right. I I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Kind of like Zach Wilson. (laughs) Um, This is every guy's dream. Right. Is but it? is oh yes it He's is an yes yeah, I mean, it's it is yeah yeah yes yes why yes why? it like, is I would have never been like oh I wanted you know date my dad's friend ew okay go away the point is <laughs> <laughs> the point we're men we're men older right. women are a thing right. for guys right yeah but here's here's a couple of things on Zach Wilson mm-hmm. his mom's a problem. Yeah. Oh, been a, problem. been a problem. Been a problem. Been a problem. If it ain't his mom that's the problem, her friends are now problems. Yes, Americans. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so his mom is is high maintenance. Zach yeah. Wilson's mom talks. This is a not lot. the first time Zach's been in the news because of his mom. Right? And now the other thing is that stands out because Zach Wilson, now Dax Milne's girlfriend, is pretty much of a smoke show. Right. She is a pretty good looking yeah, girl. Yeah, she's gorgeous, bro. Yeah. When is enough enough? And I don't this know. is the thing that always comes up. I said this about Kobe in Colorado. I'll say this about every hot guy that cheats on his hot girlfriend. Right. At that level, I guess you're just, it grows on trees this and throws is itself America. in America. Yeah. I guess she's bro hopping or whatever. Right. But when's enough enough? Because she is a fine ass woman, his ex girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, clearly there. So the dynamic here, what's interesting to me is, you know, Dax Milne and 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 Zach Wilson were best friends in college at BYU. They and, they were roomies together. Yes. Like, so so there's definitely a dynamic here, which I think is really interesting. So did Dax and Milne violate the bro no, code? No, he did not. In fact, he I think they worked together on it. I think that Zach was like, yeah, dude, I'm kind of over this. Like, you know, go ahead. That's I you don't you don't it, your best guy friend doesn't go and date the girl you just dated unless you're okay with it. 
That you don't you don't do that. There They're is definitely, not friends anymore. No, you know that's how, not true. You that's know how I true. know. That's you know how I know. True. They unfollowed each other on social media, so they can't be friends anymore. Yeah, get out of here, dude. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I think that's a cover up. I think oh, we're gonna unfollow each other and we're gonna play the social media game. Don't Bro, don't tell me they're not friends not, anymore, dude. You do get not the hell out of here. No. You do not date your best friend's ex girlfriend. Unless Zach gave him permission. No. Yeah. No. Maybe maybe they're not best friends anymore. I uh, don't. I don't know. No. What are the comments saying? Because no. I don't buy that they're not. They're okay. all of a sudden not In best friends. In the comments, we need a bro code violation. Yeah. It. Do you a? Do you think that Zach Wilson and Dax M Milne are like are on the same page? Are still friends? Are good with it? No, I'm not going to go with the tag team thing. Why? Do you think that Zach Wilson gave Dax Milne permission? To date his his ex girlfriend. Yes. No chance. Yes. No chance. Yes, I think he did. No way. Yes, I think he did. No I, way. I don't think so either. And and I, I think that he probably knew about Stacy's mom. And Dax uh, Milne did. Yeah, I think he did, and that probably made like changed their relationship. That's my guess. Yeah, Gabe Ledley says uh, Mrs. Monty. Yeah, uh -oh. this is definitely a thing because guys are gross. I'm honestly surprised that you're surprised. I, I guess mm. some shit are, happened. Are you? <laughs> are you really surprised? Are you really surprised that, like, this is a th we're see? And here's the thing: it's one I, thing I, to I, fantasize. But like, it's another thing to, I don't know. Like, I just think for myself, like never have I ever been like, damn, I'd have loved to been doing my dad's best friend. Never. I'm telling you right now. No, bro. If it had been offered, I would have taken. I, there's no doubt about it. This is, listen, it's sex. We're guys. It's an older women, older woman. Yeah, you've always been we're into guys, older women, though. We're guys. Yeah. It's older women. It's you're, sex. You're it's her mom. Vera There's like crush. There is. Oh, I had a Meredith Vieira crush. Absolutely, uh -huh. I did that. Uh -huh. Absolutely, I did that. Uh -huh. But you're, we're guys. Like, we have odd things that we think about with women. Right. We do. I, it just is it's what just it thing. is. I you guess just it's a thing. Embrace it. Yeah. All embrace gas, it. No break. Embrace it. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Anyway, so wait, what um, is what is the what is the verdict in the comments? Kay Nuren says no, not friends anymore. They're not friends They're not anymore. Friends anymore. Uh, They're not friends anymore. No, there's no, no way. You know, uh, Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. This ought to be fun. Depends on the older woman as long as it's not fruit leather. Oh, my damn. guy just rolled out a fruit yeah. leather reference. Oh man, <laughs> bro, guy. Whatever. Uh, I Kurt, started having second thoughts. Kurt Meyer says 50 shades of cougar. Yeah, seriously. That's exactly what this is. They're not friends anymore. They're not. No. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, oh, it's blowing over here. What? Okay. Whoa. You know, uh, maybe this will blow over uh, the butt fumble disaster for a while. Wait, so is that what we're going to call this? The butt fumble too? <laughs> Zach fumbled and Dax Milne picked it up. I'm not trying to be cryptic. And then got that butt. Wow. Anyway. Uh <laughs> wow. 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 Come on, man. Uh, Gabe Levy says, Zach following through on that Joey Smith comment from earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. What did he say? Joseph Smith had like 
millions of chicks or whatever yeah, he, he said? Yeah, I can't remember. Something like that. He was on the tee box with his friends. Yeah, hell yeah, he was he on was the He was getting the driver out, you know? Billy Straight Brown driving them. Oh, it's so wrong. There's so many sexual innuendos here. But yeah, maybe he is. Maybe because Zach Wilson did say Joseph Smith had like 10 wives, I believe was the comment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe ex-Zach Wilson girlfriend who was at the NFL draft and is now, you know, scoring touchdowns over Dax Mill. And maybe like, um, you know, she didn't want to be like sister wife number two. You know. You know. Because she would lose out on the seniority um, thing. Um, Alex Chacon says the most appropriate time for the so you can go to Pound Town soundbite. Yes, dude. Yes, it is, bro. It Do you is, see why man. this is Just so, so you can go to Pound Town? This yeah. is so good. Yes, this is so good. Yes. Like, this is the topic we've all been waiting And just kind of scruff it and play this with is, it when it's wet. This is not only the topic you wanted. This is the topic, topic you needed. needed. Especially on a Monday. Are Let's you kidding go. me? Let's go. This is like what, uh, this is what this show is about. Yes. And I had bratwurst yesterday. Yes. Oh, and they were good too. Boiled bratwurst. Mm, they were good. So good. So good. Anyway, Mike Phillips says, does Zach line up in the shotgun or tight end under center? <laughs> oh, man. can go to pound town. Or no, excuse me, even better. Does Zach line up in shotgun or tight under center? There you go. I guess it just depends on what the yardage needed is. Right. Um, you know, no, I'm not reading that comment. Uh, Jordan Adams says, is Aiton still a possibility <laughs> for Zach's mom? I don't think DeAndre Aiton and Zach's mom are... You know. Yeah. Um, Strange Cloud says, we get the point on Zach. Can we get back to sports? No. Are you kidding? Anyway. This is sports. This is sports. Yeah, bro. Yeah. This is coog hunting. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a sport, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I mean. <laughs> you know. I'm just saying. Random. Um, let's see. James Knight. Random, I know. But Monty, would you do Hillary Clinton? Hell no. Come on. Okay. Hot older women. Let's do it. Um, Monica Lewinsky. Oh, I, I just uh, no. What? I you know that Bill what? Clinton shopped at that store. Yeah, that's 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 a no go. That's that's you gotta skip that one, bro. This is the Britney Spears thing. Yeah, you gotta skip that. Kevin Federline's been in that store. Nah, I'm fine. Today, by the way, today speaking of convenience stores, today is National Seven Eleven Day. Yes, it is. Why don't you get me a Slurpee, Zach Wilson's mom? Um. Hot older women, there's not... Jennifer Aniston's still, like... Amazing. The bar, right? Amazing. Amazing. Still the bar. Yes. But yes. I, I don't even know... I don't even know... Jen, yes, Greg Greg Hawkins. Yes, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. That's the one. She's the gold standard. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't even think of a... Who's Mrs. Monty? Who's a hot older guy? Oh, nobody cares. Never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, wrong button. My bad. I'm totally doing George Clooney if I have the opportunity... Um, oh God! Are we going to devolve into a? Are we going to devolve into a? Who's on your list? Yeah, is that what this is? Yeah, who's be? in your black book? So the list is Zach. Who you like? Like Zach Wilson had? Did here's a question: Did Zach Wilson have to clear his mom's best friend with his mom? No. Look, mom, you um, don't do that. Sally and I you gotta fuck uh, one, marry one, kill one. Go. I just Sa couldn't. Sally and I were at the wine bar the other night. Um. And there was a special connection. There was a Yes, spark, you did. Yes, you did. You know, I hit that mom. And 
Well, I'm not asking for permission. Like, do you ask your mom's permission for that? No. Like, no. Do, you, do you clear it with no, her? No, you go and knock it down and ask for forgiveness. Oh, that's so... Yeah, like, do you ask your mom for permission? Like, no. how do you approach your mom's best friend? Does she approach you? Yeah. Yeah, that's no. how it starts. Yeah. yeah no. That's how it starts. Well, I'm no. guessing that it's probably a mutual flirtation thing. Yeah. And then you just decide to go all in. Dude. Like, <laughs> literally. Does, yeah. Yeah. Literally, you know. Like, just, I, I, how, does, yeah. how does that... Yeah. See, and this is the dream. Like, isn't this the... Uh, bong chicka bong bong. And he will every single yeah, time. Yeah, like the music's playing in the background. And right. Like, right. there's a knock at the door. Knock, knock, knock. And no. it's like... You know what this is? I'm coming! <laughs> Literally. Can you hold on? I'm coming! And then, like, you open the door, and she's like, oh, Zacky Poo, how are you? And he's like, I'm fine. I heard your cable was out. So Can you measure mine. it? So is mine. <laughs> like, is that like the... Don't... That, that don't don't approach a woman like wow that. wow it's not and when i woke up this morning i was feeling pretty dangerous no. wow <laughs> okay like okay. what is okay. that conversation Ooh. even like okay uh anyway Anyways. we should probably go back to hot older women um sherry moon sherry moon zombie okay cool. who is sherry moon zombie don't know uh spencer I morgan says tiffany amber Thiessen still looks great yes she does yes she does <clears throat> I I would agree with that. Uh, the Tanner Plummer says the lady who plays Stifler's mom in American Pie. She's not bad looking. Um, I can't remember. That's been so long. Yeah, I, I like remember. that Tanner pulled that out. Though. Wait, Tanner. I'm sorry. Can, can you clarify? You said you like that Tanner pulled that out. He pulled out American Pie reference. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> hey, in the terms of this conversation, hey, you got to clarify. In, he's in the safety of his own home and he's not on a Zoom call. Yeah, pull You're it out. Fine. It's fine. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> it's totally okay. What is going on? I don't know. Um, I, no, I. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. Cam Harrison gets credit for Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I can't think of another hot woman. Who's the the uh, the Latina actress? The fifty year old Mendez. No, no, oh, no, Eva no. Mendez is hot. Um, um, she's been in like a bunch of. Oh, I can't think of her name. Oh man, she is she is well endowed. She's like Sophie. No, she's got long black hair. That really narrows it down. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Yeah, there's some. I don't. I can't think of her name. Oh, and she's on Selma Hayek. Yes. Selma Hayek. Will that through Selma Hayek? Yes. Yeah. yeah, she's attractive. Selma Hayek, everybody's saying. Mm -hmm. Eric C. with the Selma Hayek. Yes. Uh, Jesus Christ destroys atheism. Uh, let me put Eric C. up there because he gets credit. Giggity also gets credit for that. Uh, Jesus Christ destroys athe atheism, says uh, hot older women, quote unquote, Barbara Eden, Rachel Welsh. Okay, that's really old. Barbara Eden. Yeah, Jeremy Bolton says, mm, Rachel McAdams." Rachel McAdams." Yeah. Okay. Lincoln Lawyer's wife. Yes. Yes. Um. Oh, I got to get her name. Yes, Lincoln, Lincoln Lawyer. By the way, Lawyer's the the uh, you'll know her name as soon as I say it. Um, in the Netflix series Lincoln Lawyer, um, she plays the wife. Oh, oh, oh. Maggie she McPherson. Was, no. No, no. She was on. Um... Neve Cam uh, Nev Campbell. Yeah. Nev Campbell. Yeah. She's, beautiful. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Nev Campbell, for sure. Uh, that movie, Once Upon a Time in um, Mexico. 
Okay. I've never seen that. Um, how has Luca's mom not been brought up? Dude. How is I have disappointed. I have let you all down. Yeah. It's incredible. I have let you all down that I have not brought that up. I, I totally guess. agree. Uh, Ryan, Bu- why Ryan Buckley? Why? His older woman nominee, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> okay, no. God wow. What, are you going to break that in a half? What? Okay, Jesus. <laughs> are you serious? <coughs> Did you really that just say that? durable <laughs> at this point. Did you really just say that? <laughs> About Nancy, uh, the beloved Bro. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, he's straight power driving. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I am not. No. James Knight says uh, Goldie Hawn. She was hot before, but then she had too much pl- plastic Ooh. surgery. Yeah. Will the Thrill says Steph Curry's mom. She's attractive. She's attractive. Kay Nuren says, so does Zach sue her for telling lies? Well, it's not a lie. Not a lie. It's not a lot. No, he's a cult look, hero now. Look, Amber Heard, settle down. Yeah. Um, it's not a lot. Is Amber Heard hot, by the way? No. No. No, that level of high maintenance, that level, no. You that level not, of crazy? Ooh. Well, nah. if you're that crazy, uh-uh. you got to nah, be like a 15 no, on the bro. 1 to 10 Nah, scale. bro. No. Oh, yes, giggity. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. She has been a long, I have been a long fine, time dude. admirer of Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. And again, Another chick that's hot that got cheated on <laughs> by Hugh Grant. Remember Hugh Grant got caught with a hooker when he was married to Elizabeth Hurley? I don't know how you... Hello? I just... Yeah, I, I just can't. That's And this is what I always say. And I think relationships... We talk a lot about relationships on the show if you're new here. Right. Um, but I, do, I, agree, I totally think that relationships and guys in, in relationships, you just don't appreciate what you have. Yeah. You don't have, you have to water your own grass before watering Zach Wilson's mom's best friend's grass. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think uh, there's so many guys out there that when you become powerful or when you become rich and famous, Bill Clinton, whoever you want to point to, mm-hmm. you just don't appreciate it. Yeah. You, you just don't appreciate it. Yeah. I'm telling you. It is what it is. Ryan Buckley, I will slap the taste out of your mouth if you bring up Oprah Winfrey again. I personally would like an apology. You might get free prizes. Oprah Winfrey. You get you get Zach's mom and you get Zach's mom. Everybody gets Zach's mom. <laughs> wow. It's actually her best friend. So I sorry, yeah. Mrs. Wilson. Um, let's see. Mike Phillips says Liz Hurley is almost sixty and still a smoke show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I you know. Uh Greg Hawkins says Amber Heard is hot but super crazy. Yeah. Okay. She's probably yeah. She probably nasty. The ratios the are out of like whack once, with her. Oh but yes, then she Cade wants to Chrisley. kill your dog. Yeah. Cade Chrisley says, "Is Zach is uh, Natalie Portman old yet? Yes. She's hot. She yes. is hot. Natalie yeah. Portman is hot and has been I, for a long time. Yeah. We met Natalie Portman at that um, show we did with your sister. Um, that product. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what show that was. But we did a show. Where I, I did like the voice work on oh, that right, show. Oh, right, right, yeah. And Natalie Portman was one of the people I- involved in the show. She can sing, by the way, and she's gorgeous in person. Yeah. That girl is, I mean, you know how you just see a, a, a certain person? And I say this about Mrs. Monty every day. Right, You just see right. that person and you're like, God damn. Right. There are just some people that you walk up to and you see them, and men and women. I say this about men all the time. They're just good-looking human beings. Are people That's Myron. Cillian Murphy. The oh, eyes. oh, yeah, dude. He's a stud, Cillian bro. Murphy and the blue, the icy blue eyes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, real quick, real quick. Holly Berry. Yes, Gabe Ledley. 
Yes, Gabe Ledley. Um, Real quick on Peaky Blinders. If you're not watching Peaky Blinders, season two, eh. Season one, yes. Season three, yes. Season two, eh. Mm. Season two is, mm, the ending was good. Season three with the Russians is is a pretty good story. All right, a couple more. Uh, Jennifer Conley. Where did we just see Jennifer Conley? Maverick. Maverick. She's in Maverick. Yes, thank you. Lovely. She is in Top Gun. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. Top Gun Maverick, because we're not allowed to call it Maverick. We're not calling it Maverick. It's Top Gun. Yeah, it's Top Gun. It's it's not Maverick. We're not doing Maverick. Yeah, absolutely, Theme Park News. It's actually, Jake, it's your mom's Top Gun. Yeah, well, you know. know. You know. Wow. I'm proud of you. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ destroys atheism. How about Mimi Rogers? What Dolly Parton is doesn't have a place in this conversation. What do you mean, what Mimi you want Rogers? Me to say to them? <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to say to that? Another vote for Halle Berry. Yes. Uh, Will the Thrill says always had a thing for Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly's Tilly. all right. Jennifer Tilly's. All right. Selma Hayek's probably I can't my winner. Picture Jennifer. Tilly. Jennifer Tilly is. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, you're like Jennifer no, Tilly. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna pass on that one. She's got huge cheekbones. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. Sorry, bud. Huge cheekbones. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, but hey, whatever but, floats you know, your boat, you know. It is what it is. Uh, Fat Jesus says, uh, "Cillian Murphy is the prettiest man alive." He is. Oh my I, god, I hit that. Yeah. I, mean, I just, if you're gonna be born a dude, he's not the worst one in the world to be born. Yeah. As. Like, and he is wonderfully talented as an actor. Uh, come on, Jeremy Bolton. Rue McClanahan. First of all, she's dead, so it's a crime. That's out of the window. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? Like, she's dead, bro. What are you doing? Wow. All right, let's get to uh, a couple other things because we probably should talk about Elon Musk as well. (sighs) What a hack. So, you know how much we enjoy saying I told you so. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk is not buying Twitter. Or at least he has publicly stated he is pulling out of the deal. Much like... Say- no, I'll stop. Okay. Um, he's pulling out of buying Twitter. Yeah. And the question here now becomes, how much damage do you think Elon Musk has done to Twitter? Like, cuz I dude. think it is significant. It's sizable. I mean, it's it's I mean, you you you're you're somebody who said, "Oh, I'm going to buy Twitter at this price." Then you did all this damage to the stock prices and now you're, you know, you're removing yourself from the deal. You're not doing it. And I think that it's, it's, yeah, you've been saying it the whole time and I, I don't know. Yeah, I have to agree. Like if I was Twitter, I'd be trying to sue Elon Musk. I mean, I think this, it clear to me, it's clear as day that, it, that this is a strategy from Elon and I don't know what the end result is going to be. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do. Like, what's the end game, you know, as far as like getting into Twitter, then, then pulling out of the deal. Like. I just think it's it's it'll be really interesting to see what the point of all this was. Yeah, I, I think that this was a power grab to damage Twitter. And I think that one, there's only two possibilities here. He truly doesn't want to buy Twitter, which I think Tesla stock is so far off. They are having major financial issues at Tesla. Uh, Tesla, I don't think he wants to put that money into Twitter. B, he's trying to get a lower price. Right. Um, the common thing here, or the common belief here is, is that Twitter is going to sue Elon, which they are, and that they're going to wind up at a much lower stock price, around $43 a share, which saves him over a billion dollars. Um, because now, if he if he truly has to pay the billion-dollar buyout fee, so part of the contract is, hey, if you don't execute the contract, you owe us a billion dollars. Right. So Elon owes Twitter a billion. 
his liability after taxes is only $600 million. So even if he doesn't buy it, Elon Musk is not going to pay the billion. Right. Like, I mean, this is insanity to me. It's a strategy. And I think that the real issue is, is that he's in financial trouble because of Bitcoin and because Tesla has just hit the crapper mm-hmm. with, with all of these forcing people back to the office. And I, I think the hardest part for me is you can't unwind the watch. Yeah. Elon Musk has forever damaged Twitter. And as much as I detest what Twitter has become, I value Twitter highly. I enjoy talking to listeners and fans on Twitter. Um, I enjoy reading. I like Twitter. I use it multiple times every day. Yeah. This is this is brutality. And I think there's a price that Elon Musk should have to pay for this. I think likely that price is going to be a billion dollars. And in his case, the net will be a $600 million loss after taxes. But what is the real, what's the real repercussion here? There's not one. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have a company that was highly valued now is in the crapper. And I don't know how Twitter survives this. That's the, my guess is it's going to be a shell of what it used to be. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, there's course of action they can take, I'm sure. But I, I think it's, I just, it's frustrating that these guys with money can just do really whatever they want to, you know, because they have the money. Yes. And, and I think that Twitter is a necessary platform at this point. I mean, it's, it's a different platform than anything else around. We don't have another version of Twitter. Like I, I could make a case that TikTok is, and for me was, because I don't use it anymore but was a replacement for Instagram on some level. But we don't have another thing that replaces Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I we don't. That's exactly right. I, I just, that's the hard part. Scott Howard says, uh, morning, fellas, late to the show this morning, but excited to listen to start my drive back to Arizona today. Scott, drive safely. Glad you're here, man. Uh, Cade Chrislieb says billions of dollars in damages. Billions yeah. of dollars in damages. I don't know. You know, Cade, it's interesting. I don't even know that you could calculate that. I, I really don't. It, it's so frustrating. Brett Robbins says Twitter is suing for a billion. That's like two cents he dropped on the street. Was at one time before the crypto crash. Yeah. And before all these money issues at, at Tesla, a drop in the bucket for him. I think Elon Musk is struggling. It's why he sold billions of dollars in Tesla stock just to make this Twitter deal happen. And I really don't think he ever wanted to to execute it. I think he just wanted to cripple it. Yeah, and you've been saying that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Kay Nuren says, yes, holy hands down. Okay. Okay. Um, Tanner Plummer says, I had a huge crush on Natalie Portman when Star Wars 2 came out 20 years ago. Yeah. She was hot in Star Wars 2. I agree. Kurt Meyer says, if it goes to court, Twitter must open the books and prove its, its bot load. Well, and this has been the thing, if you haven't been following this, the reason that Elon claims that he is not buying Twitter is because he says that they have been unable to disprove his notion that most of the users or a significant portion of the users on Twitter are bots. Twitter disputes that. They say they turned over all their user logs and that they were able to do that. Elon says it wasn't good enough. Elon pulls out. They sue him for a billion. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, it just is what it is, man. Like yeah, I, I, just I don't know that, if you I, ever fix look, this. Dude, if you're I think that billionaires like like stuff like this. Like for Elon Musk, this is a distraction. This is some this is like a game for him. And I think that that for Twitter it's not a game. And I think that for Twitter the mistake was ever even 
encouraging this or like, you know, putting, putting time and effort into this, you know, I, and, and it's, and it's easy to go back and say now, right? Like 2020 is hindsight, uh, or hindsight is 2020. But I just think that, you know, when you're dealing with billionaires, things can go sideways quick because they know how to play the game. And that's, that's the problem. Yep. I uh, totally agree. Jesus Christ says Elon is a wise man. I don't blame him. He exposed them like a dentist exposes cavities. Well, I don't think he exposed Twitter as anything. I, I don't, I think Twitter's I think Twitter found itself on the wrong side of the news cycle with with everything that happened during the the stop the steal stuff when they were banning certain people that we don't want to say their names on the show because it causes algorithm problems. Uh, but when Twitter was banning certain high profile people, even though those high profile people were lying and putting out lies and, um, you know, threatening people on Twitter and all the stuff that's against their terms of service, which is, by the way, this is the other thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about is that Twitter Twitter has a very strict term of service. Like it's black and white what gets you banned at Twitter. And it's not like they're just willy-nilly banning people. I mean, you got banned for a reason because you were lying and putting out harmful misinformation about the Coco and about the Stop the Steal thing. Yeah, I think the trouble is, not that I disagree with that at all, and I don't disagree with their the way they've gone about banning people, but the trouble I think a, a lot of people in our country have with it is like, how do you... How do you police, you know, lying and misinformation and all of that combined with like freedom of speech and, you know, yeah. constitutional rights? And it's like at the end of the day, you're using a service that has that has essentially a terms of service contract that you have to follow. So, you know, you're not just standing on the street saying this stuff. Yeah. Cart before the horse. Um, yeah. Ryan Buckley says Twitter dug its own grave when it became woke. I don't know that Twitter's woke. Um, I think that. The hard part is with social media, and this is a problem with TikTok right now. If you're on TikTok, you are saying, okay, I'm fine with the Communist Party in China having all of my information and access to my phone. Yeah. When you sign up for TikTok, that's what you, you're saying because TikTok's owned by the Chinese government, essentially. Yeah. They've offered, you know, the people, uh, ByteDance, who owns TikTok, has said, hey, we'll move it into a holding company in America, whatever. There's not a good social media platform that checks all the boxes. Twitter pretty much checks most of the boxes. The problem is, is the user base does what all user base does and they get into, you know, threats and swatting and all this ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And just by its nature as a, as a platform, Twitter has no way to police that. Right. So they go and they suspend or block somebody's account or turn their account off. And all of a sudden they become woke. And I, I just, I, I think at some point you have to understand Twitter's a business and Twitter has to do what Twitter has to do. Yeah. And you don't have to be there, but calling them woke or saying that they should never have banned this guy or that guy. Everybody believes that that Jack was sitting in his office like, oh, I didn't vote for that guy. I'm going to ban him. Like, that's not at all what happened. Well, that sounds eerily from, similar to Joe Biden and, having a gas dial on his desk. Right. It and, does. Well, and it, it, he wasn't the only you know person that got banned. No. Yeah. It happens to people all the time if they are spreading, you know, if they, it is either hate speech, if it's, you know, violent, yeah. if it's threatening, if it's lies, misinformation. So they have to monitor it some way. But I guess... I, are people surprised about the bots? Like, no. Elon, you're surprised about the bots? I'm not. Like, if they're if you're if your bot isn't breaking the rule, 
it's not illegal on Twitter. So like, I don't know. I'm just not surprised by it. The bots are everywhere. They're all over Instagram. Yeah. I I'm not surprised by it at all. a couple of them today. So. All right. Let's talk about self-checkout. Yeah. Because this is fascinating to me. This is your favorite. <laughs> I will not use self-checkout. Right. I am pro-union. I am pro-human employee. Uh-huh. I am not using self-checkout. Uh-huh. It is The decision's that simple for me. Now, the BS with place your item in the bagging area, you prick. Like, I'm not doing that. Okay? And the other thing is, and I admit this freely, do you know how many times, like, I've tried to ring something up in... Like we, I can't remember what we bought at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. We went to return it and it wasn't on the receipt. It wasn't on the receipt. I can't remember what that was. Was that the fire logs? Something. Right. We bought something at Home Depot, thought we had paid for it, took the receipt back and it wasn't on the receipt because we didn't pay for it. But at Home Depot, nine out of 10 of their lanes are self-checkout. And there's a story out about how many people dislike I think it's 29% of people say they won't use it. 66% of people say they've get, they get error messages when they do use it. Yeah. And by the way, it leads to significantly more shrink or theft from retail establishments. Right. And I just think self-checkout's a devil. Will you use self-checkout? It depends on the situation. I do use self-checkout. You know, I mean, like when you go to, because here's the thing, after the, you know, after the thing happened that we're not allowed to talk about on YouTube, it changed the game at grocery stores. Like we all know that, you know, the, they're, they're staffing less uh, during downtimes. Like if you go to, you know, Harmon's on a, on a, a Thursday night is a perfect example. Nobody shops at Harmon's on Thursday nights because it's just before the weekend, but it's after the week. Right. So when you go there on Thursday nights, there's only one cashier. Typically there's five people or six people in that line. So you have to wait and there's nobody in self-checkout. So in that scenario, I am going to use self-checkout, but on a Saturday, I'm going to use a human being because basically everything's busy and I'm not in the mood to deal with self-checkout. You know, well, I also think e-shopping became a huge thing during the pandemic mm-hmm. where you you order everything you want online. Um, you know, Jimmy or Brenda goes and picks it off the shelves right. and you pull up and they bring it out to your trunk. Yeah. Right. That became a huge thing that's not gone away. Yeah. But what's going away are jobs and what's going away are wages. Mm-hmm. And what's going away is food prices are still sky high. Well, you're saving, they say that self, self-checkout self saves, what, 60-something percent of revenue or um, human cost? Yeah, for the for the store. For the store. It reduces human cost by 60-plus percent yeah. for stores. And it's like, okay, well, then why aren't the food costs coming down? Mm-hmm. But you're not coming down because you're taking more profit. So if you're not going to save me money, bring the humans back, give them jobs, and let's go about our business. Right. You know, like, that's why I don't use self-checkout. Like, Costco... I'm not using self-checkout at Costco. Yeah. Costco, working at a Costco is a good job. Yeah. It pays well. So I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. Mrs. Monty, you are a big advocate of self-checkout. Well, I, I like having the convenience. And I would love to hear from people who do work in either, you know, in a customer service role, a, a cashier role. How much would you rather just not deal with the idiot customer? By the way, Spencer Morgan says, of course, Karen Montemayor doesn't use self-checkout. Well, I hate it. Look at me. I hate self-checkout. I do. You remember when we were doing uh, Amazon FBA as a side hustle? Yeah. We went to Walmart and we had to ring out like a thousand small boxes. And it's just like, man, can just give me Brenda and her gun and just shoot the box and do quantity 1,000. Yeah. 
Shoot the box, huh? <laughs> like Zach Wilson did. Bro, what are you talking about, anyway, man? Anyway. Wow. Brett Robbins says, I use Instacart for grocery shopping. Uh, okay. Killian G says, Bill Burr's stand-up bit on self-checkout is a much watch. Never seen it. Never seen it. Um, Jesus Christ says, yes, Twitter absolutely woke when you go. Okay, thanks. Okay. Uh, Cade Chrislieb says, not only do I love self-checkout, I want everyone to go the way of same and let me scan items with my phone as I grab the items. Well, I think that's interesting because I Sam's Club does that. I would absolutely. I love that concept honestly i do and i every time that i've been able to go to like an amazon go store in seattle where you walk around you pick up your items and you walk out you don't even have to go to a register brilliant yeah it's fascinating i don't know how it all i'm not you know able to quantify how that all works but it's fascinating yeah see i w i could almost get down with that mm -hmm. if you could scan the item yourself and pay right on your phone the question that I have is, how do they prevent theft in that model? Yeah. And I don't know difficult. that there's a, have a, way a way to do that. I'm sure they have a way. Uh, Kay Nuren says, Sam's Club has scan and go. Okay. Uh, Brett McMahon says, Tim McMahon said he heard whispers through the NBA that Danny Ainge of the Utah Jazz does not believe Donovan Mitchell is a player to build around, has a number one option. Could be true. If Tim McMahon said it, it's true, right? Uh, Tanner Plummer says, I'm actually surprised, Spencer. Karens don't like to deal with people. Hey I don't mind the people. I'd rather have the people than the machine. Mm. I don't mind the people. <laughs> that comment is cash, bro. Why? It's just a funny comment. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, so. And actually, I think that's wrong. Karens like to deal with people if they don't have a person, they don't have anyone to yell at. True. They don't have anyone to blame for the problem if it's only them. You guys feel better now? Like, you. You feel better being mean to me? Like, you know, all the good things I do for you? Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, final comment on this. Giggity says, so Sam's does have something that is good. I don't ever go to Sam's Club. No. I am a Costco guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Just we Not a Sam's Club. Like, you know. Not a Sam's Club. By the way, it was nice to be at Costco yesterday. That joint was empty. Empty. Maybe the... and. I think it's a real thing. There's been a lot of talk in the LDS community about how the church has been telling LDS members, hey, you have to be more devout. You have to you have to be more, you know, you have to be more consistent. I'm not trying you have to, be, to be, cryptic. be more. Yeah, you just have to be a better Mormon, which means we don't work or make other people work on Sundays. Hey, maybe that's actually taking effect because this, this was a ghost town yesterday. Great. Stay your ass home. More room for me, you know? You know, like, I, I, it's interesting to see how that's how much impact the church has in our community, though. Yeah. Like, it, it was Costco generally on the weekends is a zoo. But if the Sunday Costco thing is real again, that would be great. Yeah. Because Costco on Sundays has been redonkulous the last probably year. It's been brutal. So I'm hoping that that it is. Uh, I'm hoping it's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. A couple more. Fat Jesus says I miss awkwardly flirting with the way too young for me checkist. Wow. Cashist. Cashier. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not a bad point, Mrs. M. Says Tanner. Kate Chrisley says, Hey Monty, are you going to sue all the machines? No, I'm just going to hit them <laughs> with sledgehammers. You know. Tanner Plummer says op empty, the opposite of full. Yeah, pretty much, dude. Pretty you know much, dude. Ooh, Wesley Iyer says Sandra Bullock. Empty, the opposite of full. Nah, I can't do Sandra Bullock. She is pretty. Nah. Eh. 
Is she? You can play the music. Is she? I don't know. Eh. All right. Again, I remind you. October 7th and 8th is going to be two very good days for a listener on this show. That's called being cryptic. It's called a tease. Go find it. Go figure it out. Figure Come it back out. to us. We'll have, we'll Report have, back. Oh, it is absolutely a tease. Yes. Oh, I'm a tease. You tease. Um, we'll have more details on that as the uh, days and weeks move on. You don't want to miss that. Uh, if a major trade happens, we'll be back right here live on the Monty Show. Uh, make sure you uh, turn on notifications. If you're here right now, please give us a thumbs up. It really helps the channel grow. Appreciate you. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake. <laughs>